calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Frau Pow. We're your hosts, Auden Rags. So today's Don't Get Me Started, we're going to talk about... Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Doctors. I was going to say something along the lines of medical staff, even um, medical professionals who don't take people, specifically women, seriously. People also not seriously. Well, I, no, we're going to talk about women. Okay, here women because specifically because we're women. I can tell you right now that when men, cis men, walk into a doctor's office and say, "Hey, I have a pain here," or "This is really hurting me or making me uncomfortable," they will have that shit taken care of. Mm-hmm. They will run a panel of tests. And they'll figure out what it is and they take their pain seriously. Yeah, but they don't take a woman's pain seriously. So um, we're going to start with a story uh, um, about once upon a time when I had a UTI and I went to the doctor and I got, you know, diagnosed with a UTI. Congratulations. I told them that I had, I think I had a UTI. Oh, I, because I fucking love that they're like, they're like I have it. It's like common as a female to get a UTI. Right. Our bladder so close to our um vaginal canal and you know shit gets up there and they no then they're always like are you sure you have a uti Mm -hmm. are you sure i'm like yes i know what one feels like jesus yes um so i did the research prior i spoke to my mom who's a nurse and then i went to the doctor and i said i think i have a uti here's why so the doctor was like i'm not sure if i believe you but Okay. And then, you know, they did the, they did the doctor thing of actually, you know, checking and doing the tests and everything, which is what they're supposed to do. Congratulations. Um, and then they go, do you have any known allergies to medications? And I said, not that I know of, but my mother is allergic to sulfa and I have the same allergies as her. So I'm probably allergic to sulfa. 
And the doctor said, well, we're still going to prescribe you a drug for, with sulfa in it. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck me, but okay. Cause I think I was like 19 and well, I we're also taught to trust doctors. That's right. the thing that they're object- right. like objective beings that are just they're like a textbook that's telling you what's wrong. Right. Exactly. So I, I go, I get my uh, medications. This is during the winter. So I'm not in school. I am working as a temp in a warehouse. Um, and I'm taking the medication and two days into taking the medication, my thighs, both thighs swell about an inch in diameter with hives, hives, like the size of quarters, like non, like there's no space. There was no white space. It, it was just like lump of a hive next to a lump of a hive. And that was how my thighs were. And I went to my mom and I'm like, mom, is this like your reaction to sulfa medications? And she's like, well, it's not that extreme, but basically yes. So we called the doctor, we got the secretary and we, you know, we filed the complaint of like, we were prescribed sulfa medications and I'm having an allergic reaction. Can you prescribe any other sulfa meds? They call me back. They tell me, how do you know it's an allergic reaction? You're going to need to come into the office in order for us to prescribe you meds. And I'm like, I'm a college student trying to make some money over the break. I probably should have gone into the office. But at this stage, I was like, fuck it. It's a principle of the thing. It's a principle of the thing. I'm telling you that I'm having an allergic reaction. I'm telling you what it feels like, what it looks like. It's itchy. It's swollen. I can't get my legs into jeans. I can't get my legs into most pants now because, first of all, I'm a weightlifter. And then, second of all, they grew an inch in diameter, both of them. And it was just this huge awfulness of the doctor not taking me seriously and then not prescribing me replacement meds. So after the infection can grow and, like, get into your kidneys and it can kill you. So after two days... Of taking the medication, I stopped taking the medication. They didn't prescribe me new meds. And we just decided, you know what? We're going to kick this old school and get a shit ton of cranberry juice. And we're going to go it that way. Oh, my because, God. But please don't do that again, okay? Oh, I know. I was, like, 19. Very bad for you. I was, like, 19. But, like, I was so frustrated, you know? Like, why am I... Why do I have to go out of my way to prove that I'm having an allergic reaction to something? Because it's not anaphylactic shock. Yeah. They won't take know. me seriously. Yeah. And that is my story about how a doctor did not take me seriously, which is one of many stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's they're just I have so many that and it always feels like it has to do with anything having to do with my reproductive organs. They like do not care about. And Mm -hmm. this is not like not exclusive to male doctors. No, it's not. But what I try to do for myself and what my partner tries to do for herself as well, we try to have doctors that are specifically women, especially oh, uh, yeah. if it's in a lady parts issue with the OBGYN. Um, I don't understand. I'm sorry for any cis men who are gynecologists out there, but I do not understand why that is a desire for you to like be a gynecologist. Obstetrician, I can get a little more. Babies, you know, celebration, beginning of life, whatever. But gynecologists like, our shit is complicated and I don't feel like you're going to ever understand what's happening with my body if you do not have like a vagina, ovaries, and a uterus. Or even take us seriously. You know, I had cysts on my ovaries uh, a year ago, two years ago, actually. And I went to my gynecologist who was a woman and she said that she doesn't believe my pain is that bad. I threw up twice in that day because I was in so much pain. 
And that's so um, I got a new doctor within the same practice because it's through a very prestigious institution. So I wanted to stay in that institution. Um, But I got a new doctor and she took my pain seriously. But there was literally nothing that they could do at that moment. So they scheduled me for like surgery right away. Mm -hmm. And it's like, thank you for a doctor who actually took me seriously. But like I had to go to them and tell them that I threw up multiple times because of the pain. You're just being dramatic. I'm just being dramatic. I just, so I, I've never had a lot of like serious pain with my, like with ovary land, but I was having like my period for like three weeks at a time, basically when it's just Mm -hmm. like constantly bleeding and it would come at very inner, very irregular intervals. So, you know, it just was so hard to deal with and was really stressful. Um, like other than like just having to deal with the pain of like mm-hmm. in the mess and like having to buy so many tampons. Yeah. I just like, anyway, so I went to a doctor and I explained what was happening and her response was that I needed to go on oral birth control, which was just like, that's, I said, that's not what I wanted. And like, you didn't listen to me and I ended up going on birth control and I would have to wait two to three months in order for it to accumulate in my system. Mm-hmm. And then if it was, hadn't worked to regulate my cycle, she would just change the prescription. And so I was on like four different birth controls. What? Yep. This is like within 12 months. Oh and because she didn't believe me that my cycle like was a problem. And didn't like understand why that would be causing me stress or anxiety. Mm -hmm. And you know what? She then after 12 months was like, okay, well, obviously this is the birth control is not working. Then I want you to go in for a um, transvaginal ultrasound, which is extremely invasive. And they like stuck a wand up my vagina to look at my uterus and my ovaries. And they said that they didn't find anything. And so it was fine. And then I did, had to do a bunch of blood tests and panels. And they found that I, she read the results to me by saying, well, you don't have cancer. The fuck? Sorry for the, for our listeners, that was just like a deer in the headlights look. Like, why? Why? Whatever. So she was like, basically, your shit isn't serious enough for us to really do anything about it. And I ended up seeing a doctor who practiced in my hometown. Um, and I had a copper IUD at the time. And my the previous doctor knew all of this and was still prescribing all these different types of mm-hmm. hormonal birth controls. And... um. When I saw this other doctor, she immediately was like, oh, well, it seems like your IUD is getting is embedding itself in your uterine wall. And that is what is causing all this bleeding. And you know what? That took one motherfucking visit. And you know what? She took my IUD out. Oh, my God. And that was the end of my problems. So while you were sharing your story, I was looking up an article because I remember a few years ago, I heard that most medications to date are tested on men and not women. 
Um, so there's we're a, exactly the same. So I'm looking at an article right now that was written in 2015. It's called The Medical Research Gender Gap, How Excluding Women from Clinical Trials is Hurting Our Health. And I strongly encourage anybody who's listening to just look it up because how it actually seems is that most medications were tested on men, which is why a lot of women actually have very different reactions. And they, the whole premise is that, you know, um, to quote, according to the Institute of Medicine, every cell in our bodies has a sex, which means men and women are different at a cellular level. What that means is if you are taking a Xanax and testing Xanax for the first time ever, you know, however many years ago, if you're testing it as a man and, you know, men across the board have like certain symptoms and, you know, uh, outcomes, chances are women are not going to have the same symptoms and outcomes, but they never like backtrack to study these drugs on how it would affect women. You would figure that when they discovered that women- We're 51% of the world's population. (sighs) But we're not smart enough and we don't do enough. But, you know, they found out that women's symptoms of um, heart attacks are very different than men's symptoms. Yeah, I just saw cardiovascular disease. Yeah, yeah, you would figure that would be like a light bulb being like, oh, maybe we are really different. So uh, there's a there's a part in this article that I was just talking about and quote, but only one third of cardiovascular clinical trial subjects are female and only 31 percent of cardiovascular clinical trials that include women report results by sex. End quote. Which is why so many women die of heart attacks Mm -hmm. and also because they don't want to inconvenience anyone. Oh, my God. Stop. So moral of the story is. Find a doctor who takes you seriously. And if you don't have a doctor who doesn't take you seriously, or if you do have a doctor, English is hard. If you do have a doctor who doesn't take you seriously, you have every right to fire them. Just find a different doctor. Do yourself the favor of finding a different doctor, especially if you think it's hugely important. Don't leave yourself hanging, but fire the piece of shit doctor that won't take you seriously. You know your own body. You know what your normal is. And if something is different and you're concerned about it, like it's totally valid. And don't make anyone, don't let anyone who dismisses you and those claims to like be your source of wisdom and medical treatment. Honestly, there's going to be someone out there that will be willing to at least listen. Right. And I mean, if you're concerned about medications, Ask your doctor, especially if it's a doctor that you know you can trust. Ask your doctor what the effects are for you. So if you are, I'm sure if you are somebody who is transitioning right now, the medications might affect you vastly differently than how it would affect a cisgender woman or man. You know, don't be afraid to ask what the effects are because this is your health and your health is important. Okay. Thanks for listening to us on our soapbox. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, If you have any comments, suggestions, or love notes, you're welcome to email us at browpowpodcast at gmail.com. And you could also find us on the good old Facebook and Instagram at browpowpodcast. And we'll see you there. And don't Don't be be a a dick. dick.